everyone, welcome to another episode of the Dutch Angle Chronicles podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. This episode is going to be an interesting one and one I have been really wanting to <laughs> record. Um, I am your host, Samantha De La Heron, and this week's episode is on my first job in the film industry. Basically, we'll be talking about like what my job is, how long did it take for me to get it, what resources did I use to find it, what I put on my resume with no experience, what the interview process was like, and any other tips that I have for you guys. But before we get to that, let's talk about last week's riddle. So last week's riddle was, what can you keep after giving to someone? And the answer? Your word! and stay tuned for this week's riddle. So, let's just get right into it. What is my job? Well, I am a broadcast producer. Um, I work for a small government TV broadcast company that also does documentary and commercial work, and I will not be naming the company for privacy reasons and because I don't want to get fired. (laughs) Um, So, how long did it take for me to get this job? Well, You have to keep in mind that the pandemic really put a damper on my efforts and it should be taken into consideration because everything was closed when I graduated and it made it very hard to apply for things when there wasn't much out there. So also another disclaimer, do not compare yourself to me or to others because everyone has a different experience and a different timeline. Some people get a job right out of college, some people get a job five years later. It just depends, um, really. So (laughs) you just gotta take it with a grain of salt. But it took me about 10 months from my college graduation to get my first job in the industry. I graduated last August in 2020, and I got my job in June of uh, 2021, so Um, in that time, In those 10 months, I was applying to stuff all the time. I was making sure my resume was up to date. I was trying to network on LinkedIn and all that stuff. And I started this podcast to keep me in the loop. So, yeah. Okay, so what resources did I use? Well, I used Indeed, which is where I found the listing for this job. Um, Mandy.com, LinkedIn, like I said, my school alumni job seeking network. Um, local job listings, things like that. And I also kind of looked on Production Hub and Staff Me Up, but those weren't very helpful just because of the area that I'm in. And something else that I did was I followed all the local production companies in my area on Instagram because a lot of companies advertise their jobs on their social media. So I figured if I was keeping up to date what they were posting, maybe they would say if they were hiring or not. And I made sure I had my own website for professional use um, to use as a link on my resume for a portfolio or like a demo reel situation, which I have talked about in a different episode. So what did I put on my resume with no experience? Well, everything you did in film school is technically experience and me bringing this up in the interview really did help um, and having it on my resume did help because I did a a mock commercial and I did some mini documentaries in film school and that's what this company does so that really helped. And sometimes you can get a job with no experience which is exactly what I did. Like yes I do have production experience and I know how to use Premiere Pro. I know how to 
use a Sony FS5, which is something that drew this company to me because that's the stuff that they use. But I also had no previous experience in broadcasting or anything that had to do with live TV. And they decided to hire me anyway and train me on it, which was really, really awesome. And that leads us to what was the interview process like? Well, I did a phone interview first. It was supposed to be a video interview and I got like all ready for and everything. And then they were like, it's not working. So we did a phone interview instead. Um, and then they liked me um, and they just asked me like basic questions, but I had practiced my whole spiel and um, my husband helped me practice and I just made sure that I was as prepared as possible. Then they ended up liking me, so they invited me to a second interview at a coffee shop. And I met um, the two people that had interviewed me on the phone in person and I also met the other two people that are part of, a a part of the company, which like I said, it's a small company. Um, so I met everyone all at once which was really cool and then they got to ask me their questions as well and then I also got to ask a couple more questions that had that I had forgot about or that I thought of <laughs> so yeah and then after that they said that they would um contact me if, like when they made a decision and then I made sure that I followed up with them which it seemed like they appreciated and then they were like hey you're hired <laughs> and I was like yay thank you so yeah it was really awesome and now some other tips that I have um don't be afraid to apply to jobs that you aren't qualified for that's what happened with me I applied to all these other jobs that said you didn't need experience or whatever and none of them got back to me and then I just took a shot with this when I was like you know I am applying for anything at this point and it ended up paying off so don't be afraid like the worst they can do is either not contact you or just say no and that's not that bad <laughs> another thing is to not give up if you don't get any responses I got responses from like two maybe <laughs> places um and i applied to like over 10 i think um so it took a while um it took a lot of work and it took a lot of determination because it is hard to get your hopes up for something and want something and put the work into applying for it and then to have them not say anything so just don't give up and just keep trying another thing is to keep your skills sharp you don't want to get like too rusty um so like take your camera out every once in a while go through the settings set up your tripod take it down things like that um get into your editing software just edit something quick and easy if you need to just keep your skills um polished and <laughs> not let it get rusty another thing is to list all of your equipment your software your programs and your skills and your resume or on your website and um i say this because the reason why this company really liked me was because i own a sony fs5 and that is the camera that they use in their work and so they were like hey if you have one you already know how to use it obviously and we don't have to train you on that and that really helped another thing is to prepare yourself as much as possible before the interview i did this and it gave me many a headache um 
because I just kept going over it over and over and over again to make sure that I knew what I was gonna say and that I had backup answers to these questions. <laughs> also, side note, make sure you ask questions. <laughs> there are tons of videos and things to help you uh, prepare for interviews. Um, so I won't really go into those right now, but maybe in the future. But I use tons of websites and YouTube videos and uh, articles to help me feel confident enough going into the interview. So know yourself and your skills as much as possible. Like if you know what projects you did and when and what your skills are and what your strengths are and what your weaknesses are, then you'll you'll be golden. You don't want to be going, um, 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 I don't know, or um, let me think about it because that won't seem professional because they are spending time and investing their time in you during the interview and you want to be precise. And my last tip is to be personable and not a fact spewing machine. So like know yourself and know when to present those facts, but also be personable. Like I even said a few jokes um, <laughs> a couple times because I felt like the moment was right um, and they really responded well to that because they are like really nice people that seem like <laughs> they get along well with people that have a sense of humor and so um, we connected on a personal level instead of just being blah 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 I am Samantha and blah 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 and you know so <laughs> just be personable and don't be afraid to crack a joke if it is right. All right, so that brings us to the end of this episode, um, and we will finish it off with this week in film history. So um, this week in film history on June 28, 1926, Mel Brooks, the American actor, comedian, and director, he directed like Spaceballs, Blazing Saddles, etc. Um, he was born in New York City, New York. So happy birthday, Mel Brooks. And on June 28, 2017, Spider-Man Homecoming premiered in Los Angeles. And that was This Week in Film History. Now on to this week's riddle. I shave every day, but my beard stays the same. What am I? I shave every day, but my beard stays the same. What am I? And the answer to this week's riddle will be at the top of next week's episode. So how did you get your first job in the film industry? Let me know if you're still looking. Tell me if this helped you or not. Um, and subscribe to this podcast. And please, please, please leave a review because it really does help other people um, find this podcast and we want to grow our little community. Um, and if you want more episodes, check us out on Apple Podcasts, Buzzsprout, Spotify, or wherever you get your shows. You can contact us on Instagram at dachroniclespod, all smooshed together, and email us at dutchanglechronicles at gmail.com. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day, week, month, and year. And this has been the Dutch Angle Chronicles podcast with your host, Samantha De La Heron, and I will see you guys on the next one. Bye!